Hey guys, I'm here again. Uh, I'm joined with Rush from the Russian the, guest show. Yes, the Russian guest show. Also, the, this is Mimi from the Art of Anime for my listeners. Yes, we're recording on both devices, so yeah, go check out her the Art of Anime, and I guess go check out his uh, the Russian guest show. Yeah. Okay. So wanna hop into it? Let's go. Welcome back to the Russian Guest Show. I'm joined by Mimi. We already from... did introductions for us in the oh. first part. <laughs> uh, okay, skip that. Uh, okay. What are we doing? Today we are doing The Promised Neverland. Rush has not seen The Promised Neverland. He's seen bits and pieces. He knows some of the characters' names. But besides They're that... They're dull and drink out of troughs. No! <laughs> They're pigs. No. Okay. Now that we've gotten that, so he knows the three main characters' names: Norma, Emma. Norma, it's Norman. <laughs> Norman, Emma, and Ray. I'm better. We at also already recorded this, and I got deleted, so he knows some other characters' names as well. But Shin? no, I really don't. Know okay, uh, so I'm going to read you the synopsis again. Synopsis. Also, if you haven't listened to the eight-hour podcast I posted yesterday, go do that. Oh my god. Uh, anyway. Okay, so Norman, Emma, and Ray are the brightest kids at the Gracefield Orphanage. They're also delinquents. No. And under the care of the woman they refer to as Mama, so all, the kids, all the kids have enjoyed a comfortable life. Good food, clean clothes, and the perfect environment to learn. What more can the orphan ask for? One day, though, Emma and Norman uncover the dark and twisted truth of the outside world. Twisted like they your They are forbidden ankle. from going. Soon, they must make haste to plan their escape. Yeah, they got a plan and escape. Dig a tunnel with a spoon. So, so far, just from that, what do you think the story is going to be about? Them trying to escape with a spoon. And drinking like, out of trough. Do you think they're going to be escaping from the orphanage to the orphanage? Uh, did you even listen to the description you just read? It <laughs> says they uncover the dark truth about the orphanage. It just they're not going to be trying to sneak back in. No! I mean, no! I've read the manga, so... I'm guessing they get homesick and are tired. Of, they miss kids getting eaten. Okay. Anyway, here's Emma. Yes. And there's baby Emma. Wait, that's a head. Yes. Wait, why? And then here's... It says old... 2045. Yes, this is set in the future. Why? It's just like Utopia. <laughs> Uh, here's Emma as her 11-year-old present-day thing. Here's the live-action version if you want that for some reason. Isn't that a boy? No, she just has short hair. They're delinquents! No, they're Delinquents, not. I tell you. They are not delinquents. Manga. Okay, what's next to show me? Got Ray. Yeah, I already know him. He's my Norman. teacher. He assigns too much homework. Normal man. Okay. Uh, What's her? Wait, no, you skipped it, girl. I'm doing her later. Got uh, Dawn. Dawn. Uh, why are... I told you that... She keeps denying their delinquents, but their picture is them having a mugshot. They are not... They're delinquents! Who's Gilda? They're in, you said Kilda. Gilda. <clears throat> they're, they're in solitary confinement. Uh, why Anna? are you skipping it? That looks like the girl from... Uh, what's his name? Belfry. Right? Right? Well, no. The pains can part. Oh, yeah. I don't remember him. A few less important ones. Nat, Lonnie. Um, it's mugshots. 
Obama. What is he? He looks like he's high. Oh, he... did he? Was he in for drugs? <laughs> no. Oh my god. Who is he? There's like I have to turn this to seven years. Oh my god. Um, that's a, just because someone's seven doesn't mean they can't do drugs, Mimi. Oh my god, you, you're slowly making me lose my mind. Oh, um, yeah, I know. It's neat. Phil is not on this page, sadly, but he is the adorable, like, four Who's Isabella? Isabella is the mom of the orphanage. Wait, so what is she in for? She has a mugshot, too. Oh is god. it, like, um... I'm just showing oh, him. So what is this man's smile? That's a woman, and that's Sister Wait, Crone. what? I thought he was, like, seven. What is she in for? Is she high okay. as well? No. Let me explain this a little more. This is an orphanage. She. These are the directors of the orphanage. They're Isabella. Orphans? Crone goes in soon. Yes, all of these children are orphans. No, but... Okay. So. Yes. Uh, one day, Coney is told that she's going to be given Eaten? to a home. This Which means eat. <gasps> the bunny! No, bunny! Bunny's gonna die. Bunny's gonna die. So she's told uh, she's gonna. So they're shipped off, and uh, she's she and Isabella are walking out to out the gate uh, by the lawn in the orphanage. Uh, Emma notices that Coney left little Bunny on the table, so. Ray tells her that they probably are close enough to still be able to catch up and give the bunny to her. So, they go, and Emma and Norman run to try to find her. And then they open a trailer and see this. Goompa original? (laughs) Wait, so what? Coney has been killed. By who? By the demons. I feel like a freaking 50-foot monster would do more than a couple scratches. Why don't they just stab her in the heart with a rose? That's how you kill I things in like this world. I feel like you should have... Doesn't make sense. Then, well, they're going to, like, save her to give to the king of the demons. Oh. So they run away from the demons. Gotta go fast! Festa, festa, festa! As you do when you find out there's some demons coming after you. You run away from the spot you last yeah. saw them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, how do you sleep at night? They don't. Emma's shown to be sleep-deprived many times. So they try to form a way of escape. They dig the tunnel with the spoon! No. They learn that Isabel is up against them and working with the demons. Not Mom! Mom's a bad person. This means that moms are bad. Uh, In this world, moms are kind of bad. Wait, what? <laughs> I just, I just promised. Wait, when I see something. Oh, dang it. So they notice that there's a wall. The only way to escape is a giant wall. Okay, so let me just say here, I just realized that there was a wall right there. I just realized that. Man, that's sad. How could they not notice that well, before? Well, there's, there's a fence that, and they're told to stay in between the fence. As Rush has no interest in really after watching this anime, I can't just show them. Are they sisters? Part. No. That person and that person? No, Gilda and Crone are not sisters. No! Not Gil... Coney and Ariana. No. Anna. No. I realize that. Uh, but anyway... Uh, Emma and Norman find there's a wall. 
and they decide they should probably get Ray's help with this. Ray is the other smart kid. He doesn't really like people. Yeah, people, not really. They play tag around the orphanage a lot. Norman and Emma are both really good seekers. Ray decides, usually decides to sit under a tree and read instead of and doing anything. they can't find him. He just doesn't play. It's like Madeline with hide and seek. She just leaves Kitty behind for Halloween. <laughs> um, uh, but then they decide to get Ray to help them. They explain the situation to him. He just accepts it because uh, like, Norman wouldn't make up such a ridiculous lie is his reasoning. Uh, so, they decide to find a way to climb over the wall. They Wait, was this made before 2016? No. It's it's only, like, a maybe, like, 15-foot wall. It's not super tall, but it is taller than them able to just climb up it. Well, yeah, but that's, it's like, smooth. taller than Trump's wall. This is just, like, a $14 million fence. Okay, we've gone <laughs> down this route now. Let's get back on topic. So... They get some extra bed sheets from a storage compartment to throw up to try to climb over the wall. Climb with bed sheets? Well, yeah, they'll throw them up, hook them over, use the tree, and, like, hold on to the tree. That does not Tie it to the tree and use it to run up the wall. Spider-Man! Basically. Uh, So, one time after their investigation, they're called back. Uh, one of their little siblings in the orphanage. Wait, they... Well, they just Okay, so they're all one big family, and their whole family is delinquent. Also, uh, we could have it like that, because that one's dead. Eliminated. Wait, what just happened? You just clicked on the wiki page, Rush. Oh. Don't mess with the screen. Uh, but no, they're just, they just, like, as they're in the orphanage, they just call each other all siblings. And then, they basically, it's their family, so they just act like it's their family. Um... The Mama shows them a pocket watch as she walks away to go find there's something that was lost in the wood. She finds them in about like two minutes, and every and Ray Norman and Emma are very surprised that th- that she found her so quickly because she went straight really deep into the woods that is surrounding their area like, and brought back with the child in like two minutes. What child? One of the childs that was out in the woods, apparently. There was a child that was out in the woods. Yes, they were playing, and the child left in the woods, and, like, they got separated. There's trackers. Yes, they they come to the conclusion that there are trackers. Yeah. Uh, Ray says that he will try to come up with a way to disable the trackers. Oh, he's trying to be the smart guy. Listen here, smart guy! Meanwhile, he's actually one of my favorite characters from this, besides Gilda, or not Gilda, uh, Gillian, but Gillian's still in manga, so. Why are you doing, okay. Um, meanwhile, uh, Emma decides she wants to get Dawn and Gilda to help them. Try to escape and everything. Gilda and Dawn? Yes. Oh, they're next to each other. These are the 10-year-olds, these are the 11-year-olds. And they're all delinquents. No. Look at them. They have tapped. Look at them. They've they t- are bad. Look, they're no. not even smiling for their mugshots. The tattoos are for, uh, so they can identify which farm they're from. What? Yeah, each orphanage is a farm. <laughs> uh, but anyway. So you're telling me there's 635 farms? Well, there's like six premium farms in every, like, 
3,000 mile radius, and then there's just some, like, low-quality farms where they just stuff everyone into, like, this meat sack, and they don't even know how to speak or anything. I can show you an image if you want in a no second. thanks. Sure, I guess. I will in a second. Um, so, they get Don and Gilda in with a less disturbing version of the truth. They say it's just human trafficking instead. <laughs> Yeah, you should join us because there's a human trafficking. And, like, we need to go leave. Uh, Dawn was quite friendly with Coney. They were really close friends. So he gets quite upset with it. And then... Who's Coney? The girl that died. Uh, Remember? Oh, yeah. Uh, They decide to get them on board. And they eventually believe that they're on board with the plan. Then Ray brings up, I don't remember if it was either Ray or Norman, who brought up the fact that there is a traitor among them because Isabella, the mom, seems to know all the plans. There's one imposter among us. Yes. So Norman comes up with the strategy that he'll tell uh, Gilda that the ropes are in one place and Dawn that the ropes are in another place mm. to figure out who the traitor is. So I don't know the exact places, but let's say... Gilda's were in the bathroom cabinet. The ropes. Norman told Gilda that the ropes were in the bathroom uh, cabinet, and and uh, Norman told Dawn that the ropes were in the floor or in the ceiling. Okay. Um, or actually, no. He told. This uh, is getting interesting. Tell me the story. Norman told Dawn that the ropes were under his bed. Okay. Um, or at least that's what he told Ray. Okay. Then he went and told Dawn or Dawn, that the ropes were actually in the ceiling, and Gilda, that the ropes were in the kitchen, in one of the cabinets in the kitchen. So, uh, then he meets, Norman meets with Ray. He said, and they actually hid ropes in all four of those places. He goes to Ray and says, the ropes under my bed uh, have disappeared. And then Ray says, oh, so that means Dawn is, or Dawn is working with Mom then. He's like, no, it doesn't. And Ray's like, what do you mean? Uh... I told you that I would tell Dawn, or Dawn that, God, I mix my name so much, Dawn that the ropes would be under the bed, and I told you that I would tell Gilda that the ropes were in, were, I'm talking too fast, that the ropes were in the bathroom. Ropes but, in the bathroom. But I actually told them both separate places than what I told you. Mm-hmm. The rope was gone from under you, under my bed, which is what I told you that I would tell Dawn, or Dawn. So, it turns out that Ray's actually the traitor, and he was trying to frame uh, Dawn for being the traitor. Wait, Ray's the traitor? Yes, Ray is the traitor. I thought he was good. He was a good boy. He's Nemo. Girl, bad. Why is he a traitor? But, That's why. I'll get it revealed later. So, uh, I'm just going to kind of skip bits. They do find ways to get out. Dawn and Gilda eventually realize that Emma was lying to them. And that is not human trafficking. They are actually demons trying to eat them. Uh, Dawn punches uh, Ray, I believe, and Norman, and goes to punch Emma when Gilda stops him. They eventually go outside and apologize. After measuring a decent amount, they find that there's a secret room in between Mom's bathing room and her bed, or between her bedroom and the her office. Okay. Uh... Emma, Ray, and Norman tell Dawn and Gilda not to go in there. Don't go in. Yeah, one thing I did skip over an accident. Uh, Norman and Ray... Wait, so why is Ray... Ray, this is what I'm talking about. Do they know he's the imposter yet? 
uh, Norman does, no one else does. Ray agreed to work basically as a double agent. A, a triple agent? No, so he... Because he's a double agent for them, for her. Well, so so he's, working, he's working for Isabella, but he's not really, like, fully working for Norman. He says that he will feed Isabella information to help Norman and Emma get out. Uh, but anyway, Emma, Ray, and Norman tell Don and Gilda not to go into the secret room. And they still go? Yeah, they manage to steal the key from Isabella and make it into the room. That's when they figure out about the truth about the fact that they're demons and not human traffickers, and go back up, get angry at Ray and Norman, punch them. Emma gets stopped from being punched. They eventually apologize and try to find a way out. Then Emma confronts Norman and asks, like, hey, who's the traitor? And Emma's like, uh, maybe I can tell you later. And then Ray just walks in, like, it's me. And Norman gets really freaked out. It's also revealed a little earlier that Norman has a crush on Emma. Uh, yeah. not, not super important to the story. But wait, so... Wait, why is Norman freaked out that Ray's the imposter? Well, he just didn't want Emma to know. Why? Uh, because he didn't want to really freak her out or anything. Oh. Uh, Ray reveals it. Everyone's actually kind of fine with it. They explain their situation. Ray says that he's actually Isabella's daughter, or son. Uh, he is Isabella's son, and when she realized that he, or on the age of, like, six, he agreed to work as an agent for her if anyone tried to escape. Of course, now he, like, he earns little bits of stuff for getting information, like cameras and stuff. He is a really smart boy, and he's able to build a device to nullify the trackers bit by bit with the stuff he has earned. Oh, wait, so nullify? Yeah, so it, since they thought that if the trackers uh, got deactivated or something, they'd probably be notified. Like us? Yes. <laughs> uh, but... So they died just a way to nullify it instead. Okay. So with all the pieces done, Don, uh, Don, Gilda, Emma, Ray, and Norman are going to try to make, basically, attempt to escape. Uh, like halfway through this, they did bring in Sister Crone as an extra adult. Doesn't she die? Yes, she does. I will explain that later. Sorry that the plot timing and everything is really off for this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Sister Crone agrees that she, eventually she will help. Uh, Norman, Emma, and Ray escape. Uh, so they do all that because she wants to overthrow Isabella and become a mom herself, and she's only classified as a sister Why right does now. That <laughs> well, moms are like more important and everything. Uh, so she, if some kids es escape from Gracefield, then Isabella will be like threatened with stuff. Uh, so Sister Crone, she right before they escape gets shipped out and killed for being a nuisance to Isabella. How was she being? Well, she was trying to help get the kids out. Did she figure that out? Uh, Isabella did figure it out. Oh. Uh, she does know who all, like, the traders are and stuff. She's just basically making sure they can't escape, as they are the best premium you can get. Basically, the best food. All the demons want the food. That is Emma, Norman, and Ray. Okay. Uh, so, Isabella, well, they're going on basically their final scouting mission. To figure, like, all the final details of their plan. Isabella does catch up with Norman, Ray, and Emma. Who are walking in the field. That's my candy rush. Okay. He will be right back. Anyway, um... I love Gillian. She's not in the anime yet. There's some really awesome anime character, characters in Godly Pondark, but sadly that's not in the anime yet. 
Welcome back, Rush. Okay. He's talking. But anyway, Isabel will find them. Gone and, or Dawn and Gilda are on lookout for trying to make sure that Isabella does not go and find them. Uh, Ray will try to keep Isabella distracted while Norma, Norman and Ray go out and get the final details of their scouting and how to escape. Remember, Emma wants to escape with everyone, get all the kids out. Okay. Ray wants them to take maybe, like, the 10 through 12-year-olds. Why let the littles die? Well, he just says it'll be too hard to get everyone out. Which is very logical. Uh, but Ray fails to distract Isabella, and Isabella basically locks her in a room, locks him in a room. Rush left again. I'm all alone now. Uh, come back. So Ray gets locked in a room with Isabella. He decides to kick the door down. He comes face to face with Dawn. He's like, "Hey, Isabella left. What's going on?" He's like, "I failed to distract her. She knows I'm working as a double agent now." Uh, and that. Meanwhile, in the forest, Isabella catches up with uh, Norman and Ray. Then he, she goes to Emma and breaks Emma's leg. Who does? Isabella. After finding them trying to get the details of the escape plan. Uh, Ray and Don go and Gilda go and try to find them in the forest. So they do that. And they see Isabella hit over Emma's broken leg. She brought some bandages and is bandaging up Emma's leg. <laughs> uh, then Isabella, as they walk in, she's like, Congratulations, Norman, you have a shipment date. You'll be shipped out next month or in a couple months. Or, like, actually in a couple weeks to a month. And everyone's horrified, and then, like, episode I did, probably around six ends there. So Norman is going to be shipped out and die. We're only halfway. Oh, God. You'll get some good content out of this for broadcasting. Okay. Uh, there is a lot of just more action scenes that will be only a few sentences to describe, but are a lot cool. I recommend, if you haven't seen this, you should watch it. There will also be a lot of spoilers in this. Let's go. Um... <laughs> So they go up. Emma is resting in the infirmary. Ray and Norman and Don and Gilda are talking like, Isabel uh, knew what we were doing. She even brought bandages to bandage up Emma's leg. She knew she'd be breaking someone's leg or something. Uh, so they come, Ray and Emma come up with an idea for Norman to get out. Ray has basically finished the device. He takes the device to nullify the tracker. They found out earlier that the tracker is placed in their ears. When they are brought in their earlobe, it's really small. It's placed in the earlobe. And it's placed when they're about one year old. So there's, like, no scarring or anything. I So, uh, Norman will go out to the wall. Okay. He will get over the wall and nullify the tracking device to bring them back details. Uh, Emma, will, Emma and Ray will supply him with food and water. And, well, he can get details and report back to them every, like, once a month. Uh, Norman reluctantly agrees to the plan. Uh, one detail that is mostly in the manga is when they agree that, like, Emma can't be shipped out because she has a broken leg. If both Norman and Ray break an arm or leg, they can be shipped, uh, none of them can be shipped out. Uh, but then Emma basically tells him, no, don't break your arms. Hey. Also, I just want to share, he's not reading a script, he's just looking at pictures. 
Yes, because I love this anime, so I've kind of got a decent amount of it, like, pulled into my mind. Wow. It just sounds like you're reading a script. <laughs> okay. So, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so, Norman Rockmitley agrees. One day he's meant to be shipped out. He disappears along with the nullifying device. But around an hour before he's about to leave, he shows back up on the field. Uh, Isabella can't, or she can still find him on the tracking device. Emma and Ray know something's wrong. Uh, Norman comes back and he's like, I'm ready to leave now. And just like, just let me say goodbye to Ray and Norman, or Ray and Emma. So he goes and talks to them and tells them that beyond the wall, it's a giant, basically, moat that's really deep and long and you can't really jump across it or anything. There's also, like, five other plantations in a circle around them. Oh, okay. So. Hello. Wait, what? So, oh, oh, yeah, we're not done with this podcast yet. Mimi! No, you already stole one from me. Okay, um, the Norman gets chips out and he dies. He's dead, dead. He's gone. Yeah, so now you know why uh, I upset Zoe with that, because Norman was her favorite character, and Norman is dead. So then, um, when they walk out, uh, everyone's sad for a while. Isabel tells Emma just to give up. Uh, okay. Emma just, she just kind of lays there sad. You know, Norman was her very best friend. Uh, Ray's also kind of defeated. It is shown about two days before Ray's birthday. Everyone gets shipped out by the time they're 12. Ray's going to turn 12 in two days. Oh, sh- Break your Hey, I've survived till 12. We are not in a plantation, everyone. This, this neighborhood, I can safely affirm that Bend is not a plantation. Like we needed to know that. <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to go into details of the manga about this unless Rush wants me to. Well, let's finish this. <laughs> uh, so, it is shown that uh, Emma has actually been getting Don, Don and Gilda to train the other kids. They have been practicing covering up tracks, running fast, being able to like swing and stuff and zip lines by running. In the form of tag and playing other games like that. So no one suspects anything. After all, Isabella has her eyes on Norman and Ray. Or Ray and Emma. Norman's dead. Uh, <laughs> Dawn and Gilda have been able to train everyone to get out. Now, it's almost midnight on Ray's birthday. He will be shipped off tomorrow. Oh, no. Emma and Ray are standing alone in the dining hall. Ray basically goes with monologue of how he is a human and he will not die like this. He will not be shipped out. And he pulls out a bunch of fire oil and a match. And he starts covering himself in oil. And this is one of my favorite scenes in this whole show. Rip to the fact that all my favorites are suicidal maniacs that always die. Um, one skill, please. No. <laughs> um... Ray and Norman, or Ray and Emma, Emma, like, telling him, stop, Ray drops the match, fire explodes, um, Emma's, Isabella comes in, Ray made it so that the fire would be farthest away from all the people, 
Emma needs to get everyone out while she's distracted by the fire in the room. He's like, but, like, Ray, you can't do this. Uh, Isabel walks in on Emma basically crying at the bottom of the flame. Isabel, like, she thinks, like, oh, this is probably fake. They probably just lit it on fire as an attempt to escape. She opens up the tracker. There is a, there is someone or some tracker in the fire. So there's definitely someone in there, and she does think it is Ray. Uh, we are shown everyone huddling outside. Now, I can't remember the exact time, but they go to a flashback about when Ray drops the uh, button, or when Ray drops the match. Emma goes in and, like, basically stops it with her hands, and she says, No, we all have a plan. Norman told me what you were going to do. He found a bunch of lighter fuel under your floorboards. Oh, so that was just a dream? Well, they all know this. Well, it was just kind of like the aftermath. There's something in between what Emma and Rand exchange and what's happening now. Emma tells them that they've made up a plan. They got some sausages and laid them in the lighter oil. Along with Emma, Emma cut off her braids. Or Anna cut off her braids. This girl has braids, as you can see. She cut off her braids. Emma says that will make for, like, a burning human smell. Like, you've got the burning hair and burning meat. Uh, They tell them to change clothes, wear these shoes and this... Uh, outfit for running the change into that and emma goes and cuts off her ear she says we will need a tracker in the middle of the fire so she cuts off her ear where the tracker is stored why don't they all just do throws into a fire oh why is there a reason that's red uh yeah 30 minutes 30 minutes max okay so i will try to finish up quickly keep going okay uh so they light on fire emma she we might have to do a part two to this okay emma bandaged her ear and they try to like they all get out emma's sitting there as isabella goes to use the spray to destroy the fire um when that's at 50 i'm gonna stop okay uh ray and emma everyone goes outside they manage to run along the wall Okay, we're and just gonna stop here. Don't don't talk about it, cause I'm gonna have to stop recording and do a part two. Uh, bye, guys. We're just gonna have to pick up. Could I just do a part two for my podcast hey guys, or finishing? Sure, part it's, for my it's, podcast. It's, you should you just turn your phone down. Down. Oh, Do you want to just stop okay, it? So well, we, we're almost done with what is in the anime. So you're gonna have to do it to me again. Well, I know, but okay. Uh, they run along the wall. They manage to all get out. Isabella realizes someone escaped when she literally can't catch up with them she calls all the demons so there's a gate in one area that leads to the demon kingdom norman found a spot on the cliff that would be enough for them to zip line across dawn has been practicing and he manages to tie uh, a stone to the end of a long piece of tablecloth and throws it around to wrap it around a tree ties the other hand to a tree on one side of the moat and on another tree on the other side of the moat can the demons fly no okay that's good uh, Emma and Norman, everyone, they got, like, uh, clothes hangers. They hook it onto the, um, the laundry mat and slide across. Of course, there are some, like, scared children, but they managed to get everyone across. Ray is basically a, a hallucination of Norman. Mm. Uh, so they do that, and... They do that. <laughs> everyone manages to get across, it has it's shown everyone across. Isabella just stands there watching them get away and basically goes into, like, her past. Uh, when she was a child, she figured out about the ditch and everything. Mm-hmm. But she decided she couldn't get across. She couldn't find a way to get across. 
Uh, so she decided she'd accept this world and everything. And she still somehow lived? Well, yeah, she managed to become a mom because she was recommended by the mom of her orphanage. Okay. She was also really smart, so she managed to get the position, and now she runs other orphanages. So basically, how they got, they got everyone ages five and up out. The one, two, three, and four-year-olds, Phil is four, so they left him in charge of the group. Phil is basically like, he was that little child that you called a cat. Oh. Uh, he is basically a child prodigy, he's really smart, so they, since they can't ship anyone out until they're six, that's the youngest they can ship people out. Okay. So, uh, Ray, they leave one, two, three, and four-year-olds at the, uh, orphanage uh mama realizes this it's because she always holds a child in her arm so ray and norman couldn't just get out since she knows they want to take everyone she uh, was always carrying a baby so they couldn't bring everyone uh she noticed like she saw some of the children when she ran out of the burning building like oh they didn't escape like she had realized that it was just like an ear some hair and some meat burning in a pile uh and they managed to use the tracker and everyone, except for Emma, because, you know, her ear is cut off. Yeah, so at least she'll get out of there. <laughs> yeah, but they meant everyone else gets nullified by the tracker. They zip line across, as well, just standing there watching them. It's like, good luck, children. And then the 12th episode ends. And this series is awesome. They're doing a live action soon, uh, if you see. Gotta do part two on my part. Yeah, but they're doing a live action soon. Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, second season should come in 2021, and I love this anime. I've read most of the manga. I have a few chapters left, and goodbye, people. Go listen to... Oh, my God. Go listen to the Russian guest show. Yeah. Goodbye. (laughs) Hello, this is The Art of Anime. Uh... Today we have Madeline with us, and we will be debating the best protagonist.